Outside of my body, the stallions came rushing towards me, as if in slow motion from every direction. About thirty horses were coming towards me as their manes blew in the wind. As I felt their power coming towards me upon my doorstep, one of the horses quietly dayed down like a puppy, rolled over, and cooed as I rubbed his belly. The others stood around us majestically, as if to herald something wonderful to come. But a warning was to foreshadow the good news as a voice began to follow from behind me. Don't you realize that you could be dead within fifteen minutes of any time? In Galactica, I was diagnosed with a potentially terminal condition, cardiomyopathy-associated heart failure. As the words were spoken, the tentative nature of my situation was shown to me in energetic fashion. Given warning to be aware of how quickly my life could end, I was told that my situation was very tricky, and my life could depend on some of the choices I might make in regards to overdoing things or not. Nodding that I would be watchful of my condition, it was reiterated that any bad choice could result in my life being over in fifteen minutes. Suddenly, my spirit was lying on a gurney amidst a beautiful church. Parishioners were looking at me from above as they waited for the priest to arrive. Realizing that I was very sick, the priest gave me the anointing of the sick as the onlookers remained quiet and respectful. Within moments, I was flown amidst a beauteous mountain range. Feeling ecstasy, I entered a huge mansion in the heavens filled with priests and nuns who were at retreat amongst this mountain hold. Watching their daily lives, I observed that they were not as different from the rest of us as I might have thought. There was a great normalcy in the religious life of which I hadn't expected. An older nun approached, who I immediately understood was one of my heavenly nurses. My health condition had become apparent in that my spirit had come to a halt on the floor, and I was too tired to get up. Picking me up off the floor, she said, "We've got to get you up and going again. If you still got nine years left, you need to get moving again and get back into life. Let's get you in the shower." Surprised and grateful by the possibility of which her soul heralded, I forced myself to get up and start pushing again. In a spectral millisecond, my soul now stood upon a very holy aisle. Having no idea how I'd gotten there, I was much too entranced to care. Amidst this spectral beauty lay sights from the Holy Land where Jesus had experienced some of his most important moments—the place of his birth and death, his tomb, and various places he'd visited during his life on Earth. Filled with holy wonder and awe, I was guided throughout the island with Andy, my husband, and a group of other spirits. Wanting to stay in this holy place forever, I was very disappointed when we were being led towards a boat. Andy and all the others had boarded and were preparing to depart the island, but I had to quickly take care of a quick health matter before I could go. My wonderful nurse was smiling with great peace as she bid me to take care of my health matter because they would be only too happy to wait. Turning to take care of this final task before departure, I heard the motor of the boat begin to start. Looking back, I noticed the boat had begun to leave to shore rather quickly. Running towards it, I reached out to Andy, who raised his hands to me in a state of surrender and a wave of goodbye. My nurse was smiling and also waving goodbye as they stranded me alone on this island, containing the holy places within the life of Christ. Confused by this gesture, I sat down on a large holy rock and began to cry. 
So many things had gone wrong lately besides my obvious continuing health crisis. I'd completed my tasks in getting my work made available to the world, but it had not been received well. Because of this, I'd worried a great deal about whether or not I had done my job according to God's will. As I wept, I was instantly transported into the light. Inside the light was a greater light that I could gaze upon, but each time I did so I broke out into uncontrollable laughter. For what seemed like hours I kept turning to look at this light, laughing uncontrollably for a time and then looking away because I needed to stop for a moment. A grand male voice beckoned from the heavens into my consciousness. If God is not worried about this, then you needn't be either. Everything is going according to his plan. As usual, I began to laugh uncontrollably at this as the angel appeared before me and began to laugh with me. Just continue to do what we ask of you, he said, as he continued in roaring, unfailing laughter. You don't need to know why.